as a young professional who works in private equity, you can have a really engaging conversation with somebody who's a leader in their industry. It will be challenging, but overall, I think if you're really passionate about it, you won't stop talking about it. Even as a junior person, you are respected and you listen to. And, and you know, I think, I think that is what makes North Edge a great place to, to be. Hi, and welcome to the North Edge Capital podcast, Beyond the Capital. I'm Lucy Mills, Director, Head of Business Transformation, and your host for this series. At North Edge, building better businesses isn't just about providing capital. It's about building open and honest relationships, creating responsible businesses, driving value through collaboration, engagement and partnership, and providing ongoing support. But we wouldn't be able to achieve any of that without the great people we have in our business, our portfolio and our network. And in this series, we will be speaking to those people to find out more about their stories, experiences and how they have worked to build better businesses. Today, we're joined by three people from our investment team who are all fairly recent joiners to the firm. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Say hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave that in. Um, I think before we get started with your perspectives on what it's like to be a young professional in private equity, I'd just like each of you to introduce yourselves and give us a little bit of background of your careers so far up to North Edge. Sam, do you want to go first? Yep, sure. So uh, Sam Allen, I'm an investment executive at North Edge, been with the firm coming up 18 months now. So background is, uh, I suppose, it wasn't that long ago that I was actually at uni because I'm uh, 27 at the moment. So uh, did school, did my levels, then went off to, to Cambridge for three years. Whilst I was there, uh, got an internship at, at EY in their restructuring practice. So spent a good couple of months there, enjoyed doing that, uh, went back to uni for a year and then ended up back at EY in their restructuring team. So spent a good four years there, qualified uh, as an accountant, which to be honest was never the plan, but um, was a nice little bonus of, of working in restructuring. And then uh, got approached by North Edge um, at the start of 2021 um, with an opportunity to join as an investment exec, which I uh, jumped at and I've been at North Edge ever since. Thank you. Matt? Yeah, uh, so Matthew Bellen, I am an investment manager at North Edge, uh, joined fairly recently, so March of this year. Um, I was I was quite careers focused at school, spent from the ages of 16 to 21, uh, very focused on landing a job in corporate finance, which is maybe a bit sad, uh, but sort of worked out quite well for me. So I started, um, or I went to Warwick, studied finance at Warwick. Warwick is a bit of a factory for corporate finance and, and corporate law. So nothing there changed my mind on what I wanted to do. I started as a graduate at JP Morgan in London in the UK Investment Bank, uh, which was an amazing training program. Um, worked on some really cool transactions, worked with some really smart, driven people who really pushed me and, and all the other analysts to develop and contribute to some of these really cool projects we worked on. Was there for about four and a half years, um, started to get a bit frustrated with it, wasn't learning as much, wanted to be on the decision-making side of, of the table, didn't want to be on the advisory side anymore. Um, so I left to join an investment firm in London uh, May 2020, which was a bit of a, bit of a strange time, obviously, to join a new firm, which, which was difficult. Um, 
as, as it was an investment firm which had a pretty wide focus in terms of asset classes they did a lot of stuff in continental Europe and the US. So it was, it was a good learning opportunity for me, but ultimately probably wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to go back to working with UK businesses. Um, I wanted to do more with people as opposed to asset-backed businesses, which was more of, of their focus. Um, and for personal reasons, I, I'd been in London for six years at that point and, and was ready to move out. Um, and so I think Manchester is the place to be outside of London in, in the UK in terms of the finance industry and, uh, and North Edge ticked all the boxes for me. Uh, and luckily they were hiring at the time. So I joined, yeah, March of this year and I've had a, a great time since. Cool. And last but not least, Simone. So Simone Masterson, uh, I'm investment manager at North Edge, um, probably the most recent recruit. Um, so I've been here, I think it's just coming up to three months now. Um, so my career, I actually started on the school leaver scheme. So unlike Matt and Sam, I didn't go to university, um, which I think is a slightly different route in. Um, I was the year where the university fees tripled. Um, so there's a big push around like school leaver schemes and other ways um, to get into accounting and finance. Um, similarly, I was going to study accounting and finance at university. So I knew that I wanted to be an accountant, which might be a bit tragic. Um, but then I actually got a job at a smaller accounting firm. Um, so it's a mix of like audit and accounts prep. So some days you'd come in and you'd give bank receipts from like a taxi firm, pull a set of accounts together. Um, so it was really good foundation to my accountancy career and did some of my exams there. Then I moved to BDO um, and I was there for two and a half years in their audit practice based in Manchester. Um, really enjoyed my time there. Made a lot of good friends, um, learned a lot. And then when I qualified, I was always sort of looking across to the MA team, GS teams. It looked pretty interesting what they were doing, all the conversations that I'd had with people that worked in those teams. And so I got a role at EY and then Transaction Services team. Um, really enjoyed it. I spent just short of five years in that team. Um, worked on about 40 deals, I think, during my time there. Um, got to travel as well. I think I was in like Atlanta, uh, Prague, Amsterdam. Um, and then ultimately... I got to a point where I just wanted a bit more exposure to the wider deal process. So in transaction services, you come in at a certain point, you spend a lot of five to six weeks on a project. Um, whereas if you're an advisor or working PE, you spend a lot longer than that. Um, and you get to see the other elements of feed so like the commercial, legals, insurance, insurance, et cetera. Um, so then when the role came up at North Edge, um, I pretty much jumped at it. <laughs> it sounded really interesting. And then everyone I met there, you know, throughout the process with people that I knew I could see myself working with. Um, and that's how I ended up at North Edge. And did any of you, so obviously quite different routes, in, in a way similar paths, but kind of very different entry points and very different moments when you joined North Edge. Did any of you, when you started out in your careers, know you wanted to end up in private equity? Or has that been more of an organic development as you started on your journeys? Uh, well, do you want me to go ahead, Sam? Go first. <laughs> um, I think for me, no is the answer to that. I didn't know a lot about private equity when I started out. For me, the motivation was I want to work in something to do with business, probably something to do with the financial aspect of business. So kind of knew a bit about big four, knew a bit about corporate finance, but didn't really know about private equity. It was a bit of a kind of 
dark art, hidden world. Um, obviously had heard of it, but I didn't really know what it all meant. Um, and I ended up in restructuring just because I got an internship in it, um, ended up doing that, enjoying it. And and that was my opportunity to work with businesses, you know, as an advisor and, and, and restructuring was good because you actually went in and worked with, with business, um, particularly um, when things got tough. So we did a lot of insolvencies and you actually went in and, and worked amongst people within businesses. So that's what attracted me to that. And then I kind of, you know, as a grew in, in, in my finance career, I, I found out about private equity and realised that a lot of what I was doing in restructuring, in terms of the, I suppose, negative side of, of, of business, you could do it all on the positive side, i.e. with growth companies and, and actually work within business, but to, to try and grow them and, and work with exciting, you know, talent and management teams. And that was what private equity was all about. So, so the answer to your question is no, I didn't know at the start, but it's kind of, I suppose, for me being a natural evolution of just wanting to work with people and in business and, and to have some kind of financial element to that and Matt you mentioned that obviously you had this kind of focus on yeah. corporate finance so what what led you to that focus and was that with the ultimate goal of being at, in private equity or did you think that kind of a career in corporate finance was for you at the time uh, I think when I when I was first thinking about corporate finance I wasn't thinking ahead to, to private equity I think the appeal for me was that uh, if you look at any business from not-for-profits through to you know the biggest businesses there are out there uh corporate finances sort of at the top of the agenda for any management team and, and cash is king and um and what really appealed to me is that at a really young age so when i started out jp morgan at the age of 21 22 was that that incredibly early part of your career you were able to be on calls with ceos of big businesses you were able to be on calls or or in meetings in the boardroom of of businesses because you were discussing a topic that was a, of the most strategic importance to those businesses and um, i think that's pretty rare and unique to get that level of exposure at that point in in your career um and what i what I didn't enjoy on, on the advisory side was that you were just providing you know, advice, obviously, you were just providing input to allow another team to make the ultimate decision. And so the appeal for me of, of private equity was obviously, you know, at this point in my career, I'm not a decision maker, but was to be actually part of that decision making team. Um, and we can sit and, and debate internally and ultimately we're the ones that make the decision making. And that was that was the massive appeal to me. Yeah. Uh, and what I do like about it is that there's also a, ultimately a tangible measure of success at the end of it you know you have it requires you to have conviction um in your investment decision and hopefully in in five six seven years time you'll know whether you made the right call or not um i guess maybe where i'm, I'm slightly different was because i came through um a big us american bank where i started i sort of knew what private equity was from the beginning mm. um so probably, you know big US private equity funds were probably our biggest clients. We worked with them sort of all the time, especially my American colleagues. Their their goal from day one of joining the investment bank was to move to the private equity side. And it was very much you were there for a, a two year analyst program and then and then you moved on, which is it wasn't quite like that over in the UK. Um but a lot of my colleagues had had moved to private equity within a year or two of join of joining investment banking. So I, I always sort of knew what it was. Um, and probably knew that it's always where I wanted to get to. 
it took me longer than two years. I ended up being at JP Morgan for about for about five years. But yeah, I knew what it was from the beginning. I knew what it was from the beginning, um, and knew that it was probably ultimately where I always wanted to be. Mm. And what about you, Simone? I guess because you know you knew you wanted to be an accountant, and that's what you wanted to do. Again, was that with the ultimate goal of this being your career path, or was it a more traditional finance and accounting? path that you had in your mind when you first started? Yeah, I think when I first started, it was I'd look up to the partners and think, oh, I want to be a partner of this accounting firm, um, was definitely my goal. And it was only when, as I went through, and then I realised when we're going out and doing these audits, I think what made me want to move to transactions was I didn't always feel that it was appreciated, the work you were doing. So you would work, you know, long hours to get things ready for signing, but management just saw you a bit of inconvenience. Um, and that was when I knew with transactions, people, you know, everyone's very invested in this deal. They know it's beneficial for a lot of the management team. Um, so they wanted to get that done. That was their priority. They wanted to help you as much as possible. They didn't make your life difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what triggered my move to transactions. And then ultimately when I was there, I was like, this is great. You know, if I can make big four partner, yeah, I think that would make a real goal. And it's only when I then moved through and realised what's really going to give me job satisfaction. And it would be when I'd see... Um, you know what private equity and what what they get involved in, how it's the longer term. I think where I, I didn't think what I wasn't getting at the big ball was the longer term. So we might build a relationship for five to six weeks with management. But ultimately, when that deal's done, we didn't really have a relationship, um, or we weren't speaking to them on a weekly sort of basis. Um, whereas here, you'll spend time building a relationship with the management team. We complete the deal, and then that's just the start of the journey. Yeah. Um, there's then another four or five plus years um, to continue that relationship. And it didn't feel like it was wasted almost. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably for me, it was that long-term being aligned on the same goals, really. Mm. And I guess all of you have then got to the conclusion that you wanted to to join the world of private equity and and have all ended up at, at North Edge. What has surprised you about working in private equity? What are the things that you came into it with as, as as what you now know are as misconceptions? Are there any pleasant surprises? Are there things that you would like to change or frustrations that, that you have from a position of not it, it not necessarily being your intention, but then being a very purposeful move at a point in your career to come and to come and work in this space? I think for me it was my background's the financial due diligence team. So I always think that was the be all and end all and that you know sometimes we'd be looking at some businesses for a house or a corporate client i'd be looking thinking oh these metrics don't look great you know it's not something i'd want to invest in or it doesn't look like it's best in class as such but i think what i didn't realize is the commercial what they were seeing because we weren't privy to those conversations mm-hmm. um so it's how much yeah the financials have to stack up but there's a lot of other workshops around it as well and you know part is probably the bit that maybe surprised me, I knew people was important, but I didn't realise how important and how much it is talked about at, um, you know, amongst the deal team and are we able to influence that team? Are they people we can work with? Would they be aligned? Um, and just the amount of work we actually do on that team um, that's currently in place as a whole um, probably surprised me the most, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, biggest surprise probably um, in some ways how many people don't know what private equity is. And it's quite amazing. So obviously, you know, what we do is back founders and, and management teams, and you can go out and meet somebody who's built 
from scratch a business worth 50 million pounds and they don't really know what private equity is uh, and the benefits of taking on private equity investment. And I think as a, what's really cool actually is as a young professional who works at private equity and obviously understands what private equity is, is you can have a conversation with someone who's founded, um, you know, an incredibly successful business in the healthcare space and have a really engaging conversation with them um, and have a really engaging conversation with somebody who's a veteran in their industry, a leader in their industry, and they're really interested in, in what you have to say because they don't actually know what private equity is and you're telling them, you know, something that's really beneficial to them. Um, and again, I think it goes back to the point of being someone in that, you know, early on in their career, you know, in their young 20s, well, I'm late 20s now, uh, having a conversation with someone who's been around for 30, 40 years and them actually being interested in, in what you have to say, because I think in a lot of careers, you probably wouldn't have that sort of opportunity. Mm. What about you, Sam? I think for me, it's just how hard it is to actually do a deal. Um, you know, our, our whole lives revolve around doing deals and, and investing in businesses. And so we spend all our time trying to do that. But we we only do, you know, five, six, seven deals a year if, if we do well. And, and that is because actually there, there are so many opportunities out there, but we have such a high kind of quality threshold and there's such a process to go through and often a really competitive process as well. that actually doing those deals is really hard. So when you do one, it's actually a really good achievement you know and it, and it feels great to do it but that whole process it takes time it takes effort and the stars often have to align a bit for for, for it to happen so i think before i came into to pe i didn't quite realize just the process that it takes to get a deal done and then you know if you look at the track record of, of our partners and the fact they've done something like 70 deals you know throughout their career it, you realize just just how much time and effort that's taken and, and you know the quality of the guys to have, have done that amount of deals. Um, so yeah, I think I think for me that that's been the surprise is 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 the the challenge and complexity of the process. Albeit that that is what makes it so rewarding when it when it does happen eventually. Mm. And what would you say some of the biggest misconceptions are? So you know, private equity often doesn't get talked that favourably about that favourably in the press, even in some business communities. You know, I think some of that is to your point, Matt, a, a lack of understanding. But what would you say some of the misconceptions are? What myths would you like to bust about private equity from your experience of it so far? Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's, it's an industry which probably historically was known for asset stripping and cost cutting and financial engineering. And if you go back to the, I guess, the beginning of leverage buyouts in the 70s, 80s, that's sort of what it was was financial engineering um and so you know there's probably a reason for that reputation and it's probably a fair assessment in certain cases but i think you know i've only been here for three four months but if you look at the way that north edge does business i don't think that's the case at all um we are very much in the business of growing businesses and making better businesses and backing management teams to expand their business and growing headcount and, and growing the numbers um, you know all the uh, investment assessments that I've made so far that we've discussed in the investment committee the idea of um, cutting people or cutting costs or asset stripping has never even been debated it's not something that, that we're doing um, and it's really the complete opposite of that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think I think to build on that, you know, it's it's the absolute alignment that we have with our management teams. It kind of we create situations where everybody's a winner if we grow the business, and that is our primary objective: is to create value and and create a better business through the three to five years that that we're, we're probably invested. So, I think like Matt says, there's this historic kind of view on private equity that it's all about going in there, tearing assets to shreds, and you know, trying to trying to um, steal a load of value, but it's it's the, it's the opposite. It's it's we are trying to create better businesses with better people, and ultimately, you know, that that benefits everybody in the business. And and it's it's not just during our holding period; it's part of a journey. You know, we we hope that our businesses go on and have multiple rounds of PE or trade or whatever it may be. It's about creating better, bigger businesses, um, and you know, that's the North Edge approach. But I, I genuinely think that is the the, the general approach across the PE industry. Um, and I think it still gets bad press sometimes when it, it actually, to be fair, doesn't deserve it because the whole ethos is to create value and build better businesses. Yeah, I'd agree with all of that. Um, I think really as well, it's one thing that we definitely can add in the PE, and I think it's, especially at North, I thought we'd do very well, is like the ESG forum um, where we bring all our portfolio companies together in a room, educate them on um, on certain pieces such as cybersecurity as well. I've done that recently. Um, and I think as a founder, it is probably quite lonely. Um, but I think what we're really good at is bringing them together um, and, you know, either at these forums or having someone they can pick up the phone to. Um, and I think that's an a massive benefit really of North Edge um, that they probably didn't have previously or mm-hmm. they didn't have people to pick up the phone to but here you've got is your ready-made network of people that are on that same journey as you um, and I think it's when management teams maybe first hear about private equity I think yeah a lot will have a negative thing you know I might lose my job or but really when you see a lot of them that are ready you know, say it comes up with say, the secretary buyout the amount that are really happy and excited to be on that journey again and mm-hmm. to go again um, I think it's testament to what the PE industry does mm. and they do enjoy it and everyone buys into that journey together mm. and it's almost like it's more of a partnership it's not us and them we for us to succeed they need to succeed as well so um the alignment piece is really important as well yeah and I think you know we all get to see the privilege of that I've had the privilege of that on the management side of PE and in the PE house I think there is no other place where 20 odd other businesses will open their doors share their secrets share their pain share their successes and help you be a better version of you you know there's no there's no resistance to helping each other and it really does I think if you get it right and you find the right PE partner feel like you are part of a community that never existed before before that point and and feels less lonely whether you're a ceo or whether you are a sales director or an fd or you know across multiple functions i think you know there's a there is a real tangible benefit from that community piece um that is something that north edges uh does and, and we're really proud of how we connect our portfolio companies what other things do you think we're doing differently so again from your i guess from your backgrounds you'll have experienced different pe houses and um, you chose to come and work at north edge so what is it that north edge is doing differently or what what attracted you to north edge and what what is it doing that makes you really proud to be part of the team here i think for me 
it's the fact that as a relatively junior person in the firm, I still have a voice and and my opinion is still heard. And and I think, you know, we we are lucky because we have daily exposure to our partner group and, and the senior leaders in our firm. That coming out of big four, it's it it's quite structured and there's a very obvious kind of meritocracy and, and, and pathway. Whereas at North Edge, it feels like a smaller business where you are literally every day, you're in a room with the decision makers and they want to hear your opinion. And even as a junior person, you are respected and you listen to. And, and you know, I think I think that is what makes North Edge a great place to, to be, but also to learn and develop. People want to hear your views and, uh, you know, you, you have to grow up fairly quickly, but it gives you great opportunity to to do that and, and to, to develop in your career. So, you know, for, for me, coming in and and yeah i just feel like you know i've grown so much in the last 18 months and and um you know it's, it's just great to have that kind of support and, and and the group around you yeah um i think for me it was uh yeah this is a a regional private equity firm which is which is based in the regions i think for me i was moving from london to manchester and i i really didn't want to be in sort of the regional outpost of a london based firm. I didn't want to be getting on the train down to London to try and convince an investment committee to back a regional based business, which they weren't really in the loop on. Um, and so I think what massively appealed to me around North Edge was that the partners are, are based in the north, are, are based in the regions, get really involved in all the investments that we're doing in the area. Um, I think that's really important to the founders and management teams that we back as well. You know, we go out and see local businesses who have been really successful. They also get a huge amount of interest from London-based investment firms as well. But I think uh, the fact that we're based here in the regions really gives us... Um, you go know, and say it, the edge, <laughs> right? The north edge. <laughs> it gives us the edge to create a much stronger uh, relationship, I think, with, with those teams. I think ultimately, whenever a founder or, or a management team is looking at taking on investment and taking on a partner, obviously that relationship is, is hugely, hugely important. I think that's you know probably why North Edge has been as successful as it has. Um, and yeah, for me, that was that was the real sort of selling point of the firm. Mm. I think for me, it's probably how far you know north edge has come in probably its hiring as well so i think if you looked at where we are now and where it was when north edge started out i think you've realized hiring from a you know having a diverse set of people within the firm and um, you know it's not a team of everyone that's got an investment banking background uh, which yeah they have a lot of experience they bring a lot uh, to the team but it's how you can bring in people from other backgrounds which will add something they could never you know five of those investment bankers couldn't add um which is really important so yourself coming from a portfolio company of hg for example um like i'm not from an investment banking background it's transaction services which you might think so but you know there are different elements there are different places we concentrate our work on as well um so i think that probably just the level of support that they give you um so as soon as I joined, they're encouraging, you know, with my objectives, like, oh, yeah, go on this training course, you know, really benefit you, really benefit you and like your network as well. You know, you go on these courses, yeah. you'll meet people that are in a similar, you know, they work in P as well. And you can expand your network, even if, you know, with events, for example, I think it's encouraged as well. It's not short term. Oh, well, how much is that event going to cost us to put on? They see the benefit and the network it will build for us and it will help us 
going forward as well. You know, if we're ever looking to hire or we're looking for people in our to put into our portfolio companies as well. Um, I think it's that with long term thinking that they have mm-hmm. um, in terms of North Edge as a whole, um, which really resonates with me. Yeah. And hopefully it's a fun place to work to. It is. Very fun. <laughs> um, so we're hosting a young professionals event. By the time this uh, is out, we will have hosted that event, which you guys are hosting on our behalf. And we've got 30 members of the community. And I think we're probably going to do um, something else with this with a slightly wider audience later in the year. What are some of the things that you'll be saying at those events around people thinking about a career in private equity, but also what would you say to people who aren't yet thinking about a career in private equity? How would you how would you encourage them to maybe think a little differently? I, I think for me, there's there's probably two sides of, of the skill set that you need. There's the kind of technical skill set and then there's the, probably the softer skills, both of which you can develop before trying to come into private equity and, and both which are important. But it's probably that softer skill set which is the one that you really want to develop because the technical stuff you can learn you can pick up on the job but a lot of our lives are spent speaking to people networking building relationships and you know that's with management teams with advisors it's across a whole the whole business community and that is such a massive element of our job so you know if you want to work in private equity and particularly for a firm like North Edge, I think it's about being a, just a good person and a good individual who you can get on with an array of people. And that is such an important part of, of our job and our lives. So it, it's something which I guess is, is, is hard to develop, but it, it's something that you need to you need to work on and think about. Um, and, and that probably also feeds into to trying to build a bit of a network maybe as well, because again, a lot of what we do is relationship based. So if you can, if you want to work in private equity, the best thing you can do is build yourself a really good network where you can immediately bring value to a firm like North Edge, you know, just through who you know and, and the opportunities you can bring. So I think, like I say, you need, you need the technical skills, but they're pointless without those softer skills and, and being able to talk to people and network. So kind of work on those things and, and you know, you'll stand a good chance of uh, of getting, getting yourself a job, I think. Yeah, and I would say I'd say the same thing. Um, I think it's not advice necessarily specific to trying to move into private but just every opportunity you get to do something slightly different, I would, I would take it. Um, every opportunity you get to, to work on a slightly different project or to work with Different people, um, I'd grab, I'd grab with both hands. Uh, I think the the more rounded your skill set is, um, and to Sam's point, the more people that you know and the bigger your network is, I'd like to think that would be sort of a key measure of, of success in your career. Yeah, I think it's probably one as well, just doing your own research on it as well. So as much as you can read it before you go on the, if you want to move to P, you can look at their websites and see like what portfolio companies they have and. Um, who might know that, but I think it's really important as well just speak to those people individually as well, or even if it's not a direct, you want to to find out about getting a job there, more just getting to know that people. And I think knowing the people that work there and understanding how they are, you know, and how you get along with them would ultimately decide if you'd fit in in that company. Um, mm. I think you can always tell, you know, you can meet some people, you, there's probably a culture within them from the company they work at, which means you can almost tell it wouldn't be the right fit for me. Um, so I think it is probably just meeting people, you know, um, having those conversations, finding out what they like about their role, um, 
probably help the most um, rather than just seeing a logo, you know, a website. Um, I think that interaction with people is definitely the most important. And what, and what would you say to people that maybe are a little bit scared of what private equity means or have this conception that, or misconception that private equity is just people very formal in suits going into businesses once a month and that's not a world that they want to be part of what how would you kind of dispel the myths to people that are maybe a little bit scared of what working in the private equity industry means i think the, the event we're putting on sort of helps with that as well that you know we're somewhere external putting on this event um it's not just we're not just in the office you know we do we do get to go out to events as well um should help with that and that you know when you meet the people that you meet there they're all very personal people you know the people that you probably would want to catch up with one-on-one for a coffee or something that you want to spend your time with um but i think probably the thing is it's not all roses as well you know it, it will be challenging um there are times when you're trying to complete a deal um, you know it's lots of late nights lots of ups and downs um but overall i think if you're really interested in what you do i think you've got to love it to do it um and be passionate about it but i think if you are you won't stop talking about it or like i was at a training course i was on and um in the day you did learning and then you go out for dinner and you know with your peers like network again but the conversation was probably still talking about PE. Um, so it just shows how passionate people are and how much they want to talk about it. Whereas I'd say, in contrast, if I was in audit, I don't think we would have, if you were talking about it, <laughs> like people weren't very happy. So I think it's just, you do have to have the passion for it. Um, but I'd say, do your research beforehand. And if you think it is something for you, um, I don't think you'd regret it. Yeah. I would say I wore, I think I wore a suit my first day and I've never worn one since. <laughs> we got that out of you, didn't we, Matt? <laughs> I'm currently in jeans. Uh, what I say, if, if you're interested, um, but slightly scared, I, w- I would just reach out to us um, as, as individuals, you know, on LinkedIn or, or wherever it might be. Um, obviously, part of our day job is is sourcing new investment opportunities. And quite often that can, be, can mean cold calling CEOs and, and founders and going on LinkedIn and sending messages to people that we've never met before and hoping they respond. Um, and so we do it. So so why can't you do it? Um, I'm sure a lot of us uh, in this industry have had have had support and help from people early on in our careers who helped who you know were happy to meet us to meet up with us for coffee and talk to us about their careers. Um, and I, you know I'm sure a lot of us would be very very happy to to pay that forward. Um, so you just reach out to people in the industry and. and not all of them will respond and some of them will, will be busy, but a lot of them will, will be very happy to pick up the phone or go and get coffee and talk to you about their experiences and, and help you learn about what the industry is. Yeah, I, I think the only thing I would add is I think we are actually all just normal people and uh, I'm perhaps biased and maybe some other people would say we're not. But in my opinion, you know, we are just normal boys and girls going about our daily lives, you know, and, and the fact we work in private equity we are fortunate and we have an opportunity to do a really cool and interesting job and 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 all the stuff that that entails but ultimately you know we all go home at night and we're just barely normal i mean some more than others but um, you know we this is not an industry full of 
horrible, scary people like perhaps it maybe it did used to be. Um, these days, you know, we, we, we have very modern ways of working. Like Matt said, you know, I'm sat here in a T-shirt and jeans, been for a couple of meetings this morning with advisors. They turned up looking exactly the same as me. Um, you know, I'm going out for dinner with a management team tomorrow night. We'll all be very casual, you know, be very informal. It's We're working in a different world now and we've had to adapt and change. And yeah, it's, it's, we are just normal individuals at the end of the day getting to do a, a pretty cool job. So don't let the kind of history and, and all the scaremongering put you off if you are considering a, a career in private equity. I uh, wholeheartedly agree. It's been one of the greatest privileges of my career. Firstly, to find out what private equity was, because I had no idea when I started. And secondly, to be in an industry that is just constantly looking at how do we be better, how do we grow, and how do we work with the best people, I think, you know, we all hopefully recognise the privileged position that that we're in and make the most of it. And yes, sometimes it's hard and sometimes there's frustrations, but the highs that come with this business, what you learn. I was just speaking to a colleague and said in my management team capacity, I think I felt, felt like I did a 30-year career in nine because of who I spoke to and the things that I got to be involved in. And I think that is, you know, to your point earlier, Matt, a really exciting part of, of the world that, that we live and work in. So we will tag um, Matt, Simone and Sam in the LinkedIn post if you do want to reach out to them or obviously anybody listening can reach out to North Edge and let us know if you want to attend any of our young professional events in the future. Before we finish, as is beyond the capital tradition, I have a couple of questions for all of you. First one is what is the best book you have ever read? Simone, I'm coming to you first. Um, I think me. Probably Prisons of Geography. Um, I think it's probably not my normal read. I do love a thriller. Um, but I did think it was really interesting. It's sort of each chapter goes through each sort of region. You might have a chapter on Russia, China. Um, but it just talks through why each region has been successful in the past um, or not successful for some um, based on the geographics and their borders and what access they've got to see, for example. Um, so I just thought that was a really interesting read. And you'll then see on the news that, oh, this country's fighting for X territory, and then you understand it a lot more. Um, so yeah, it was a really good read, read it on holiday. Uh, definitely recommend it. I think this is a difficult question. Uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be. Yeah, I think this probably goes back to me being a bit sad at the age of 16 and wanting to work in uh, corporate finance. Um, probably Barbarians at the Gate, um, sort of the inside story on the leveraged buyout of a US consumer business called RGR Nabisco in sort of the late 1980s. Uh, very good insight into the dynamics at play in a competitive acquisition process by private equity. Um, probably a lot of lessons to be learned about what not to do when you, you are investing in a business as well. Um, I think it was massively overloaded with debt, um, part of the downfall, but a very good book. Uh, I think mine would have to be talking to my daughter about the economy by a guy called Yanis Varoufakis, who was the ex-Greek uh, economic minister, I think, during the financial crisis. But it's just it's such a class book because it basically takes economics and massively simplifies it, which 
I think lends itself well to our job where often people can really try and overcomplicate stuff and at the end of the day a lot of life is is, is about simplifying things and actually you know seeing seeing the wood for the trees kind of thing so um i would definitely recommend that book it's uh in my opinion it's a good holiday read although my fiance would probably say opposite but yeah talking to my daughter about the economy and this one's a harder question if you thought the book question was hard this one is harder so get ready what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Uh, I think just be honest and upfront. Um, if something's wrong or you spot a mistake or you're not comfortable comfortable with something, I would just raise it and flag it from the beginning. Um, don't try and cover it up. Uh, and I'd be much more confident that it'll work out for the best if you're upfront about it. Mine's a relatively recent piece of advice that was given, um, but it was that you've got two ears and one mouth, and you should choose in that ratio. Um, so that's some John Andrew taught me that. Um, I don't know if he's directing it at me, um, <laughs> but um, definitely working on that one. And I think it is easy to sometimes nerves us talk too much and overcompensate. I think if you are good enough, you are old enough. And that is definitely true of North Edge. And I think younger people starting out should always remember that. Just back yourself. What a great way to end the Young Professionals edition of this podcast. It was like you planned that, Sam. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Lovely to chat to you. Thank you. If you'd like to listen to more insightful stories from the North Edge Network, you can search and subscribe to Beyond the Capital on any of your usual podcast platforms. <laughs>